want to improve your English listening skills with weekly interesting conversations, well, welcome to the Teachify English podcast from Sevilla to the world. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everybody. And eh, I'm Lewis. And obviously, this is Mickey. Well, I say obviously, but actually, it's not that obvious. It's Mickey. <laughs> It's not. You see, what usually happens is Mickey will be around for a few podcasts and then he'll, he'll disappear. I know, vanish into thin air. Exactly, he will vanish. But no, he hasn't vanished yet. So, um, Mickey, what are we going to be speaking about on this podcast? Well, today we're going to be speaking about traditions, which is one of the classes that we've done. Um, and some interesting traditions, some of our family traditions and other cultures. Sounds great. Um, sounds absolutely wonderful. And I've been speaking to some students who um, say they are traditionalists. Uh-huh. And in this way, uh, what I'm meaning and what I want to say is that they absolutely love the typical traditions that um, are here and present in Seville, like Holy Week. Ah, uh, yeah. We just, uh, after living here now for seven, eight years I've been here, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you can see how people love their traditions here, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I think everybody has uh, their own likes and dislikes. But yeah, it's interesting to see how Seville is actually a very traditional city. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of people from the rest of Spain or the rest of Europe will point out the fact that a lot of these really, really old traditions are still being celebrated quite a lot here in Seville. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's, very, it's very interesting to take part in, I think. And uh, I think also other countries, maybe not, yeah, other countries in Europe possibly look at some of the traditions like you said, Semana Santa, Easter, um, and they don't really understand it because from afar, from an outside perspective, it looks a bit strange, I think. And I think it's one of those traditions that you have to be here to, to experience it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And even if you're walking around Seville or many other cities in Europe, you'll notice that everything still looks quite traditional. And what I mean by that is that in Europe, there aren't that many skyscrapers. Yeah. You compare it to North America and to Asia and to South America, and all of the big cities have enormous skyscrapers. In Europe, I guess... Um, a decision has been made to um, preserve all of the traditional buildings and to maybe not embrace skyscrapers as much as in other continents. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, obviously in the big cities, the capitals like uh, Madrid, London, you know, they have, they have high buildings, some skyscrapers. But I think in the smaller cities like, uh, for example, Seville, Valencia, Barcelona, although Barcelona has uh, some high buildings as well. But I think, yeah, I think it's nice. I think it's good that we don't have that modern architecture so much, especially in Seville, because it is a very traditional looking city. Exactly. And having all of this modern architecture sometimes can mean that the a lot of cities can start to look very similar. Mm. They're less unique, perhaps. Yeah, but I think if you, look, if you think about it from the perspective of an American person, for example, coming to Europe... They probably look at every city without skyscrapers and they probably go to Seville or they go to Paris or they go to, I don't know, Rome and they think everything looks very similar. They think there's a lot of cathedrals, there's a lot of narrow small streets, cobblestones on the floor 
and everything looks very similar to them, which is quite interesting from their perspective. Yeah, this reminds me of Paris, and uh, if you want to hear more about my trip to Paris, um, oh, yeah. you, you can check it out. Um, it's the one where I speak about being stuck in Paris. And when I was there, I noticed that there is a clear distinction or difference between one area of Paris and another area of Paris. Oh, yeah? And did you notice this when you went? Do you know what? I, I was only there for a few days, but I don't remember what distinction you're talking about. So there is the, the business district, ah, okay. which has enormous skyscrapers. Mm. And then you have all of the historic and traditional area, which mm -hmm. doesn't have any skyscrapers. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway, we, we didn't plan on speaking about this, um, but I guess it's related to traditions. And it moves me on. It brings me to um, a city that is often compared with Seville. Ooh. And it's in Italy. Beautiful. Oh. Do you know which city it could be? I don't know. I don't know. what. It, can you give me the first letter? It begins with an F. Is it Florence? It is Florence. Yeah. And um, talking about traditions, um, have you heard of uh, a really traditional sport which is uh, played in Florence? I haven't. I'm going to assume, I'm going to take a wild guess that it is linked with football because the Italians are also football mad as the English and Spanish? Pretty much, pretty much, more or less. So I first heard about this on um, a podcast by um, Michael Robinson. Oh. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, because he had a podcast which was called Acento Robinson. And he would... <laughs> Did uh, he really? Yeah. yeah. So um, he would uh, tell you a little bit about traditional things around the world. And one of them was this traditional sport called... Calcio storico. Okay. And calcio, for those of you who don't speak Italian, is football. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really aggressive, really violent. And the city is split, divided into four quarters. And once a year, they have this huge battle where you're allowed to do anything. You're allowed to punch, to kick, to tackle with the aim of getting a ball from one side of the court to the other. I think, do you know what? I saw a video of this and I couldn't believe my eyes. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't realise. Now I know that it was this, but I have seen a video. And yeah, it's very, very physical. It, it's crazy. Like It looks absolutely ridiculous, but it's a, a tradition. Yeah, very nice. So um, if you want to find out more, um, related to our last podcast, uh, TV programs on Netflix, there is a documentary series called Home Game. And the first episode is all about calcio storico. Ah, okay, very good. There you go. Um, now, traditions. Yeah. Um, English traditions. Can you think of any that come to your mind? Yeah, I mean, we have a few traditions. I know there's... Are we talking more like festivities or just in general? Ah, it could be either. Either. Well, I know we have uh, we have the cheese rolling uh, tradition. Uh, I can't remember exactly where it is in the UK. Do you know where it is? In which area? I think it's near Bristol. Yeah, uh, and it's basically it's crazy. If you want to look it up on YouTube, uh, just type in cheese rolling or cheese rolling hill, uh, and it will come up. And it's basically in a town or a small village. They roll a cheese from the top of a hill. 
down to the bottom and there's people that are at the top of the hill and the objective is to catch the cheese before it hits the bottom. Sounds easy, but you need to see the hill to be able to make that decision because it's very, very steep uh, and the cheese is rolling at, I don't know how many hundreds of miles an hour and people are seriously injuring themselves because they're falling over, they can't stop rolling over and over, there's ambulances on standby, there's people who potentially break legs and arms. Um, it's a very strange tradition. Wow, yeah, it sounds strange. And a lot of foreigners, people who aren't from the United Kingdom, think of um, England and immediately they think tea. Mm. Tea at five o'clock, tea time. Yeah. Do you think this is a real tradition nowadays? I don't. I don't. I mean, as you know, my, I grew up in a kind of Spanish-English environment because my dad being Spanish. So these, these small things like having tea at, I don't know, what time is it meant to be? At five or something? Mm-hmm. I never used to have that. But I don't think, speaking to my English friends or, you know, all my friends back home, nobody had that. Uh, did you used to have tea at five? No. To be honest, I never really liked tea until I was 16, 17. Mm. Uh, the same with coffee. Yeah. So... In my family, nobody ever drank tea that much. Yeah, well, I, th- I think the idea of people saying, you know, tea time is a specific time. I think, obviously, English people drink a lot of tea. But I think that's just in general. Like, any excuse is to have a cuppa. Like, if you go around your friend's house, or, you know, don't forget, we were younger when we were living in the UK. So we didn't have that tradition ourselves. But, you know, like your auntie or your mum or your mum's friend or your dad's friend, when they would come round, the first question would be like, oh, do you want me to put the kettle on? Mm-hmm. or do you want a cuppa so it's, it's, it's rooted in the culture but I wouldn't say for me personally it's at a specific time every day it's just all day whenever you encounter someone mm-hmm. cool and um, you know more about this than I do mm. but um, Spanish traditions uh, which ones come to mind? Um, I mean for me it's, it's, uh, it's the same as a bit like the, the feria here in Seville but the one in Albacete where my grandparents live which is the tradition, the manchegos, and it's uh, yeah, it's basically just a fair. It's the same as any other any other fair in Spain. Um, I also remember being a kid, and I remember obviously in Spain you celebrate los reyes and not uh, Father Christmas, which is more traditional in my opinion. Uh, but I also remember being a kid and having to put my shoes outside my door the night of reyes, uh, which is something we don't do in England. Not uh, at all. Not even for Father Christmas. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's a tradition that they had here, which I remember when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And talking about traditional uh, fairs, um, have you ever been to uh, Valencia for Las Fallas? I haven't, and it's so close to where my family are. Like my rest of my family go, uh, who live in Valencia, but I've, I've never actually been, but I would really like to. Have you been? I've never been, but it's one of these things that is on my bucket list. Your my to-do list. To-do list, yeah. exactly. And then, obviously, in uh, Seville, as I mentioned, we have the Holy Week, yeah. uh, which you can uh, hear more about. I believe it's podcast number six, uh-huh. or more or less, when I speak about Holy Week. So, with traditions, I mentioned that um, sometimes it's hard to keep a tradition alive. Mm. The world is modernizing and globalizing, mm. so we're losing a lot of traditions. Yeah. Is this a bad thing? Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's it's. I think it's just the way things go. I mean, we. I mean, 
we're, we're talking about massive traditions in the world, but let's let's bring it down and talk about something simple, like uh, going. Imagine if you say, okay, Lewis, every Wednesday we're going to have a beer in Plaza Alfalfa at eight o'clock every Wednesday. This is how the tradition would start, and we would do it one Wednesday, the next Wednesday, the following Wednesday. But probably the likelihood, the probability of us stopping that would be after a couple of months. So mm. I think it's quite normal uh, for tradition sometimes to fade away. Exactly, to fade away, to vanish, to yeah. disappear. Mm. And some other people are worried about the impact that globalization and, let's be honest, Americanization <laughs> can have Yeehaw! on <laughs> other countries. If we think of uh, Japan and Indonesia and um, South America and Europe as well, all over mm. the world, we are becoming more Americanized. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, like Valentine's Day and... Uh, Halloween, which is when is Halloween? Is that? It's. I mean, we are recording this podcast in advance, so I think it will have already been Halloween. Okay. In that case, I hope you had a good Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot of our traditions and our culture um, has kind of merged into one. Mm. Yeah, I don't like this. I think like we need to try and keep our identities. Um, I do, I, I do like tradition. It depends on what it is, though, I think. But I also think if it's an, histo- an historical... Sorry. If it's an historical tradition, then yes, I think it's worth holding on to. But if it's something like, you know, Halloween and... these, uh, Yeah, no, I, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, and um, to be honest, with tradition, uh, it can be quite controversial because some of the things that used to be traditions in the past now are maybe not politically correct or are a little bit too violent or yeah. they have a bad image. So Yeah, that's true. I never, I never really thought about it from, from that point of view. Actually, yeah, it's as times have changed, we've changed and we've developed as a society. So actually some of these traditions aren't fitting for the now. Yeah, mm. I mean, if, if you think about it yourselves, as we are coming to the end of this podcast and remember... Calcio Storico, check it out. Oh, it's, I'm going to watch that. It's crazy. Me. And um, yeah, have a look and have a think about different strange traditions around the world and the fact that we are all becoming the same almost. Mm. Because of globalization, all of our traditions are becoming one. And at the same time, we're losing a lot of traditions. They are fading away. Mm. Sometimes for better or worse. There are some traditions that are, are wrong and we, we shouldn't do them. So it's appropriate, it's right mm. for us to remember these traditions, but not continue to um, respect them and to uh, continue doing them. Yeah. yeah, I think to acknowledge them and to remember that they happened and they were traditions, but also accept that times have changed. And, you know, we do things a little bit differently nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could even say that um, once a tradition is known as a tradition, it's dead. Oh, oh, very philosophical. On that note, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, guys. Oh, Mickey is speechless <laughs> right actually, now. I actually am speechless. <laughs> I hope you are too. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a review 
follow us on social media and most importantly, teachify your life.